the big topic since uh, since the last time we podcasted was Exo Man of War number one the the big release so far uh, of this year the the big release uh, that we've all been waiting for from Valiant it uh, it finally came it, it came and gone uh, in, uh, in in big spectacle I would say we've uh, we had at least three four let's see one two three four Four regular covers, if we count the 1A, 1B, the 1D, which is the 20, 1 in 20 variants. Sorry, guys. My alarm system. <laughs> Why do you need to be wielding an axe? I, I, I don't know. Because but... I got damn XO1 and 500 in my house, and people will try to steal that stuff. <laughs> <Dag on> it. <laughs> No, I, I don't have that yet, but it's security. I don't live in the safest neighborhood. Uh, I, good. That was good for you, man. That's, <laughs> I, that, that led it perfectly, actually, because, hey, you have the one five hundred, which I, I think Dinesh stated which is a little over 200 in that print room. Mm-hmm. I still so, think that's yeah, high. It does seem high, considering the amount of... Uh, I don't know the, the amount of box, the, the amount of books we've seen on eBay versus uh, things we've seen on Slack within our various forums. Two hundred does seem high. Well, that would mean the print run was a hundred thousand. You're right. Because they said they were only going to print copies for the stores and we've seen Matt Kent with his copy we know Louis LaRosa has his copy so I mean the print run could be under 100,000 they just printed 200 and I still think that's taking liberties but that's just me but but look at it in the sense from the uh, OCV podcast they said that they really promoted the hell out of this book do you think that they may have overprinted it just to promote the book to 
to get the one in five hundreds out there to people uh, to gin up to gin up interest in the book. Like it may not be tied to print run at all. Well, I know that they're putting out a second print here in two weeks, and I read where they were pulling stock from their from their comic cons from their con stock to help feed uh, stores that uh, that had run out. So, I don't know. That, I, I don't know. That seems pretty high. Because right now there's 12 on eBay for sale, and I'm looking at how many have already sold. So, give me a minute on that. 38. Oh, sure. huh. it, what's the sweet spot? Excuse me. What's the sweet spot? Is it is it like our our five to six hundred dollar range that we were anticipating? Well, a lot of them have a buy it now, or but they're crossed out. The best offer was accepted because a lot of people did a best offer on them, and it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the sweet spot, other than the three CGC copies that have either sold or currently on eBay, it looks like mm-hmm. it's about. Four to five hundred, depending on, uh, you know, we could dig into GPA analysis and go collect and try to see if we couldn't find more of what the eBay offers were. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm guessing it's between like four fifty and five fifty is what all these have been selling at on average. That's a good price. I mean, a good price to settle on. Um, Four four fifty is a great price from what I saw. What yeah. do you guys think about that? I agree. I, I think my five fifty. I, I was pretty happy at the time because it looked like we were going to average between seven and eight hundred. And then, I, I guess my opinion is I, I don't know if people people were trying to jump on whenever they were whenever there was a five hundred buy it now or five twenty five five fifty six hundred. It seemed like then once prices started dropping, I started seeing. The purchasing declining, and I, I think that people were just waiting to see if it was going to drop. I, four four fifty is outstanding, considering it's it's a five hundred one and five hundred. Um, and it's a it's a relative. It's it's a shape. What the hell are you opening? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I got an eBay package. I don't know what the hell this book is. Uh, I got something from Los Angeles. Ooh, live. We're opening it up. Did you send me this stuff? It's got eBay, like, tape? No, not me. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, like, opening crap while we're recording. So I did did pick up Archer and Armstrong. Not Archer and Armstrong. uh, Quantum and Woody's hardback this week. I got that in the mail. But I don't know what the hell this is. Shoot. Oh, this might be the WonderCon EXO book. The signed one that was on eBay? Oh, right on. We'll see. So, I don't know if I need to segue into this, but uh, I was speaking yesterday on the Twitter. Remember I kept texting you guys on Twitter? How do you you talk to people on Twitter or Slack about our, our, our Twitter account to see... If you read the message from, I think his name was Travis Williams. Did you guys see that at all? I'm looking right now. He is in New York, and he says his local comic shop or bookstore 
had a bunch of Valiant hardcovers. And he took a picture and sent it to us. And he said, do you want one? And they had a, uh, a Book of Death hardcover sealed, plastic. He's like, I'll send it to you guys at cost plus shipping. And I'm like, send this stuff to us. Like, send it to us. Like, I'll take it all day long. He's like, it's 43 bucks plus shipping. He's like, I, I got to go to WonderCon, but, you know, I'll ship it to you a week or two later. I haven't received it yet, but hell yeah, I'll take that book. Because, you know, on our first episode, it was going for three to 500 bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it just shows us how the, the podcast is reaching people. So, my thing is, if if you guys don't have it, you know, I'll send it to you. Because I already have a copy. I mean, I read it. It's a reader. But if you guys don't have it, I'll send it to you. I don't care. I mean, but it, I wouldn't have it without Travis and our, our Twitter account. Well, oh, thanks, Jeff. I already have a copy, but it's uh, it's pretty popular. Yeah, same here. It's nice. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can give it away. Maybe maybe it's something that you know we can give it away to some of our listeners or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, if it's another diehard out there that's that's interested. Yeah, hit us up. Yes. Yeah. Blakevaliant.com. I don't know what our damn account is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so i don't know what's go, go ahead I'm talking sorry. about valiant i don't know if you guys have seen on comic book invest for yeah. um four four so april 4th three days yeah three days ago the number one variant hot check book was the exo man war number one gold la rosa variant yeah and there is really? a ton of those out on eBay. Yeah. And they're, they're selling, I saw them selling in the range of 175, but then it just seemed like once, once work and what, what's it caught on that people are selling these free books that are given out at the cons or at your local shop. If, if Valiant uh, happens to give it to your local brick and mortar store, people are, are taking these free books and turning around and making 175 bucks. Boy, people were jumping. That was that was some quick cash, but uh, I, I, I've seen those prices drop. I, I don't have an average on it yet, but it seems like they're uh, more attainable now than what they were uh, when X01 was first released. It was the hot item. Yeah. Well, people know that they can go to the Valiant booth or a panel, and they're going to get a code word. If they wear some Valiant gear, they're going to get one of the gold books too. And Absolutely. then you know if you know if you friend them on Facebook or Twitter. And you have discussions with them and retweet, and they get to know who you are when you're at a show. You know, you come up; they're gonna they're gonna hook you up with a couple of books always, and that's the nice thing about it. You know, Justin, that's a great point uh, for for people who are new and uh, with collecting Valiant, and perhaps going to uh, to a con where Valiant is gonna set up a booth. Make sure you you check out the panels. It's very informative. Uh, very, it's very informative. It's generally cool panels we had a couple panels here in denver last year and with each panel like justin mentioned they, they give you a code word and after after that uh, that panel you can go to their booth give them the code word and uh, they'll either give you a, a gold book or if they're nice enough they might even ask you what what gold cover you want so if you're missing a certain one in your collection that's what i did this past uh, this past con so uh friendly tip yeah and with them going to be at the fried pie convention next weekend here in Colorado. Yes. 
Um, then the week after that, C2E2. Then the week after that, Planet Comic Con. Uh, they're going to see my face a little bit. So, <laughs> by, so by, think, uh... by Planet Comic Con, I'll be able to do their panel verbatim for them. <laughs> <laughs> so you think uh, people are just like uh, maybe seizing on the 1 in 500 fervor? Or, uh, people trying to get that book to where they're... You know, for for a gold book going that high, to me, I think that that's too much money. Well, some, for for them to be promoting it the way they are and giving it out, I mean, it's just too much money. For that book. Yeah. What, what surprises me? Oh, go ahead, Justin. No, go right ahead. I, I was just gonna say, what surprises me is is who who is dropping the hundred and seventy five dollars on these when looking at traditionally, if looking at any of the other Valiant Gold covers, I. The, the trends that I've seen, usually when they're first released, you see you see a couple pop up on eBay. They sell for 100, 125 bucks, but then uh, you start seeing uh, more start to crop up and they start flooding in, and it generally simmers down to I don't know the 50, 60 dollar range. And depending on if you're willing to wait, you can either pick up a free one down the, down the road at a con, or uh, luck out and find some in the 25 to 40 dollar range. So. Um, Who's dropping $175? I mean, it is, it's is—it's a gorgeous cover, and I know that there are completionists out there like us, but $175 is a lot of money. I, I would I would wait. I, I think for, for the $500 variant, there's there's certain anticipation where I think I would I would jump on something if, if I found the $500 variant, or the $500 variant for $450, $400, $500, but for the gold, for that gold variant? 175. That's pretty steep. I I think it's it's worth uh, holding off. I mean, it just released. You know, Valiant just started giving those out two weeks or yeah. three weeks ago at C, at uh, Emerald City. They're, they've got right. four four shows they're doing two next weekend, um, and so there's going to be a lot more hitting the market. So it's something that you know I've personally waited on. I haven't even honestly I haven't even looked at eBay in a week. And, uh, yeah, so I'm really surprised at how much they're selling for. So as other shows hit this month and there's another hundred available to, to fans out there, um, definitely a hold for me. I'm waiting till I get one or two on my own and then just hooking people up that need them because, uh, yeah, the prices on eBay are going crazy right now. Yeah. If you can put me on that list, yeah. hook me up. Well, are you going to make it to the fried pie con next weekend? I hope so. Um, yeah, I, I, I plan on it. So, yeah, good well, point. If not, don't sweat it. I'll I'll be there. I'll make sure I get one for you. Okay. Uh, yeah, let, let's plan on it for sure. Yeah, my my is next weekend. So, uh, yeah, I should be there for a little while. Yeah, I'm only going to be there for a little bit too. So. So, Jim, we were talking, Ronnie and I were talking uh, two days ago, and our, God, Lord, Jesus, uh, that podcast is crazy. Um, <laughs> C2, C2E2, like, there, we, Justin and I have, like, a ton of tickets, right, to um, the bar? Yeah, five each. That night. <laughs> yeah, we got we both five each, so we're going to try to get you that print. You know, oh, thank or, you so or, much, or, guys. Yeah, that flat yeah, cover. We're gonna, yeah. yeah. Oh, and if you can get yeah. me a bottle of beer too, if you're able to bring a, a bottle of that EXO beer back too, oh, uh, that's what we were talking. That's what we were talking about. That's what just that's what 
Not to cut you off. Go ahead. Say say what you have to say. <laughs> oh, no. I was just going to say, I'll give you a huge hug, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were talking about. Ronnie and I were like, I said, like, Ronnie has this, uh, this uh, Armstrong satchel, the le- leather satchel. And I'm like, <laughs> man, Ronnie, we could take uh, some towels from the hotel room and, and roll them up. And, and we could just drink a few beers, and then we could take a few of them that haven't been open and send them to Jim. He was like, "Well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out." I'm like, "Damn, damn right, we're gonna figure it out. We gotta get my yeah. man Jim this bottle because cause you had it on like your shelf, right? From the first episode, you showed us it was on yeah. your show, the the one from last year. Oh, you guys are great. Yeah, we got you. We, we're gonna hook you up. Uh, if I wasn't moving and buying a house, I. I would be at C2E2 with you guys for sure. Well, we don't we want might to hear... go to jail for you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> we might go to jail for you. I don't plan to return there anytime soon. <laughs> to jail. Oh, we'll let that go. We'll let that go. We'll let that pass. <laughs> but no, they'll be they'll be selling the Exo beer. They did that for the Archer and Armstrong uh, arcade brewery beer and you know, I was able to get like 12 or 14 of them last October. So, yeah. That's so cool of you. Was it good beer? I don't know. I haven't cracked mine open. <laughs> <laughs> I have such a, a collector. I still have the original Archer and Armstrong and the, the dark beer. Yeah. I, I, those are unopened. Yeah. I've got those two from like 93 or 94. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what Ronnie was saying. Ronnie was like, we need to drink the beers and we can just give you guys the bottles. And I'm like, no, that's why you're not on Collecting Valiant. Because <laughs> Collecting Valiant, we don't open the beers. We let them sit on our shelves and get stale and sour and nasty because <laughs> if you open them, then they're not worth as much. So we need to put towels in your Armstrong bag. And scuttle a few away so we can ship them to our friends. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you podcast after dark. Do you have one of the uh, ANA beers from last year, Dwan? No, no. This is I, my first. This beer. I have an extra. You can have. Oh, the man. Nice. He's a he is the pusher. Push. Don't thank your pusher. Don't thank your pusher. <laughs> <laughs> But, but thank you. Th- yeah, thank man. You, of course. I'll make sure you get one. So. Yeah, appreciate it. But what's what's up with this print? Like, it's, it's seven, only 75 prints that they're giving out? Well, from what I read, it's just the, the cover for XO number one, the virgin cover, but it's not folded and it doesn't have the staple holes. It's called a flat. So, hmm. so you almost have to have, like, a... Something to keep it in, if you want to keep it in mint condition, All right? So I mean, so you're at a bar, pretty much, right? You got to stand in line to get in. They only have 75 of them, so we have to have something to put them in. Yeah. Like yeah. for the whole group, for the whole group, like I mean, because you're going to sit it somewhere, and then partake and socialize with people, so you don't want it to get damaged. So that's going to be a, a strategy. Wow. I have an extra Atoya. Uh, art portfolio, I think that you know might just come then. Perfect. Yeah. We have to find somebody that works at the bar that's willing to keep it somewhere safe so we don't damage it. 
Yeah, I don't know. Those... We worry about those things when we get there, right? <laughs> well, those portfolios are fairly rigid on the outside, and you can they'll fit you know an eleven by seventeen, and the covers are twelve by eleven, so it should it should hold thirty six of them. Damn, fantastic! Yeah, Jim knows what I'm talking 30... about. Oh yeah, yeah. These portfolios yeah, think... are nice, so. Yeah, I picked up one of those portfolios when when I got that the original art, the, the cover art that was unpublished, the Bloodshot, when I got my Bloodshot Platinum. I thought, all right, when I start collecting original art, I'm going to keep adding to it. So, well, I've got yeah, I've got one for uh I've got it packaged up for Dewan and Ronnie that goes out with their uh database oh. exclusives tomorrow from Fantasy Football. So, I'll finally in our new office and things have settled down that I'll be able to actually go to the post office tomorrow. I'm only a week late. Dude, you earned it, man. You, you're kicking butt in the office here, right? Dude, I worked 14 hours last Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go in Sunday to my office because I have a an interview with a person in California and he can only do it Sunday because he works Monday through Friday and we're trying to steal him from another company, so I've got to interview him Sunday. Are you serious? Yeah, dead serious. I need him to do a civil 3D test on the computer, so we have fiber optic at the new office, so uh, I'll be going to the office so that he can remote into my computer, or I can remote into his and share my screen and controls with him so that he can uh, do this test. So, oh, The job market has changed. Normally, it's like the employer was the, the big dog in the room. Now, now you talking about Sunday? Like, oh, I can only interview on Sunday? Doggone. <laughs> hey, if, he, if he wants the gig, he's going to put in the effort to get it, right? Yeah, That's but true. on Sunday, he, he needs to work around your schedule. Well, I don't want him to get laid off or fired from another job just because he's, mm. you know, buzzes home at lunch and... It takes like 30 minutes to do this test, plus driving. He lives in San Jose, so, uh, mm. you know, I don't want him to get let go if he doesn't, if he can't do what we want him to, so. Yeah. It's a good job. It's a good gig, but, so Sunday you're doing an interview, so we go ask him, like, is he married, or can you remote into my computer and draw XO for him, or? <laughs> kind of. Kind of? Yeah. <laughs> No, I already sent him a PDF with a checklist of stuff I want him to do, and a drawing is prepared, and he just has to implement those particular items. So I don't even know. I didn't create this test, so it'll be new to me, too. Uh, uh. Oh, man. So we all we all have the XO1 and 500, right? Either in hand or coming? Yep. Yep. So, so this is what I saw when I saw yours, Jim. It, you you had the letter with it. So, do we think that if you don't have the official letter from Valiant, that it may bring down the cost of the book, or or with with the value of the book? Uh, it's a good question. I, I I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, for for us uh, and for me, uh, I try to be that that quintessential completionist for me, it was just the icing on the cake to have not only the book untouched and, and ready to be CGC, but the, the actual original box 
that was shipped uh, that it was shipped in from Valiant to the to the particular event, and they included the original letter. I, that's that, that to me helped complete the story or complete the package. And uh, I don't know. I, it it might mean something more. I, if when I get this graded, if it's a nine eight nine nine, maybe maybe it's a ten o gem. Uh, that might make it even more attractive to a potential buyer. Not to say that I, I'm I'm going to put this on a market or I want to sell it, but maybe down the road, if I do sell it and it has the letter, it might make that sell just even more attractive. That, that's in, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Justin? What do you think? Well, I've got the original box for the Dark Brew. Um, I like to have the letters. I have the letter from when the Unity Red was mailed to retailers. And one of the original packages that the Shadow Man Black came in in 2012 and it just sets in you know the long box on the side of the comics and or sometimes i'll uh put the letter in a bag and board and put it in the run or you know right behind that particular comic or so i mean all of the bags that valiant has given out over the last year plus you know the uh black um book of death or the blue harbinger or the yellow ana i have one of each of those in a bag and board right behind issue one or right in front of it oh yeah because people valiant collectors want those I, yeah. I know i do yeah so do you know what i'm talking about the bags to one like the, the bags that they give out to the shops to to give out to customers, like yeah, that you, buy their, their weekly books, yeah, yeah, you can only fit like four comics in th- those bags, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, so <laughs> I have one of every that's one it. of them in a bag and board, just in my run, and that's interesting too because some of the the, the value books that I buy on eBay or even when Paul sent it to me, or even my 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 local LCS, they'll, they'll ship me those books, and I always wonder like, are these things even worth anything? And you won't know until 20 years from now, probably. Let's be honest, if those bags are worth anything, because it's going to take a collector after us to, to really find value in that. But uh, sure, the, um, to have it, yeah, it's worth it. You might as well have it. And if you're putting it in a bag and board, hell yeah. yeah I mean, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do we have to lose? Yeah, 40 or 38 cents for a bag and board. <laughs> My lights. Yeah. yeah. That's Paul. I was supposed to spit. Did you see on Slack yesterday? I was supposed to send Paul a, uh, a thousand My lights and, and halfbacks. That's ah, only that 350 was... bucks. You'd send him. Yeah. That, that was the deal for me to record on uh, VCP. That, it's expensive, man. You, you got to pay like you weigh. To get on VCP, <laughs> you got to send Paul a thousand mylights. It's, it's rough. It's a rough world out here. <laughs> Very rough. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But yeah, that that was his wish list. But um, so <laughs> so going so so you're saying uh, some people are shipping the one in five hundred with the uh, the letter untouched and some people are just shipping it out and we, we really don't know if it, it's going to add to the value of the book or not but it, it can't it can't hurt right 
Are we in agreement I, with that? Yeah, I, I think I imagine some stores, some vendors, you know, when they uh, when they received it, they probably opened it up, just took the comic out, and probably threw everything else away. So I, I suspect that there, there may be some stores or uh, some shops that are sending it with, but um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I haven't. Uh, I, as far as I know, I'm the only one. Uh, I, I don't know. Justin, did you say you, you had the letter or did you keep the letter? Yeah, I've got uh, a couple of the letters, oh. yes. Great, great. Uh, but, Juana, as far as value, um, I don't know. It, it, it's it, it's up to the buyer, I guess. Uh, uh, we'll, see, uh, we'll see if that helps uh, establish a, a trend or uh, um, if... I guess it's hard to say. You know, the, the, what was the conversation we had about a week and a half ago? We were we were really trying to figure out uh, print run and the yeah. appropriate cost or what, what was the going value for the book. And we kind of settled on, uh, and maybe you guys could back me up on this or refute it. You know, my thought process was that with the with XO being returnable at some point, that Valiant wanted to get as many 1 in 500s that they could to shops that they, that they could at the time without flooding the market because they, you know, like they said, it was one per store that had 500 books plus one for ex- per exclusive that they had 500 for. Um, and we, we, we couldn't really nail down the, the print run, but we did agree, I and stop me if I'm wrong, we did agree that it was in each retailer's best interest to to turn this book over as fast as they could. So we initially we saw this book going for a thousand dollars with all of the the variants mm. or about seven to eight hundred dollars just for the the one in five hundred because the retailers, if they could just turn the book over for that much, it could kind of recoup their cost on their order and they could make a few hundred bucks here or there, a hundred bucks here or there. Plus what they sold the variants or the, the regular issue, the, the regular covers for. So I took it as it was a buyer's market at that point to where you could negotiate with a retailer to get the book at a fair price, not taking advantage of a store, but to, to get it at a fair price. So we were saying, you know, Five to six hundred dollars was a sweet spot. Um, it's dipping kind of 450, 400, 450. I don't know if it's going for 400, but 450. But that range is a, a sweet spot, and I think retailers are are will bite at that point. So if you offer it to them, they they may take advantage of it. In my mind, what, what do you guys think? I think you're right. I uh, I used so it's like the healthcare industry when there's there's more competition uh, it drives down prices right it drives down costs we see that with comics like when the first uh, uh, one in 500 started dropping yeah we're, we're talking seven eight hundred dollars a thousand and it was like wow is, is this what we're going to be paying for it but as more started releasing on ebay a day maybe a day or two or the day of of the official release that's when you started seeing prices drop where people were we're posting them on eBay at $500, $600. And when I saw mine, I, I reached out to the seller and gave a best offer. 
and it was it was well less than than what uh, their original offer was. So I, I imagine that the, the seller uh, went out to eBay and saw his competition, saw how many were out there, and figured, well, if this guy doesn't, uh, if this guy wants to buy it for for five fifty is what what I went for uh, compared to the six hundred seven hundred. I'm more likely to sell to him rather than being stuck with this. But I think as soon as I snatched mine, some other people jumped on the, the 550 to 600s. And then what's really odd is a day or two later, there were postings where people were selling them for $500. And I saw on like Valiant fans, some people were snatching them up for 400 and 450. So they got some great deals. So uh, yeah, I, I think when, when the market's flooded, it works to the buyer's advantage. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've already we've got three CGC books. We've got two nine eights and a nine six, and a nine eight closed on three thirty one for just a hair under fourteen fifty. So one thousand four hundred and fifty bucks. Wow! Uh, there you go, folks. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, right now there are. There's a nine eight on eBay with a one thousand five hundred and fifty dollar buy it now, and that is a guy named Jay out of Georgia, um, and there's a nine six with zero bids, three and a half three days eighteen hours to go. Like I said, zero bids. Starting bid five hundred and ninety nine bucks for a nine six. And then I think there was a nine eight listed too. That I think Stephen Coates might have put up. Oh, there's a nine a second nine six with a starting price of one penny that <laughs> went up two hours ago from Portland, Maine, um, with zero bids. And there is no reserve on this. <clears throat> yeah, he even posted that in the title of the the, uh, the auction. No reserve. And then I still think there's one more. So maybe there's four CGC co copies of this book out there right now. 296 and 298s. 198 we've seen sold. 296s are listed. And the other 98 I think might have been sold privately. But it's it's kind of hard to believe that that book would even be a nine six with a metal cover. Agreed. They, they must have mishandled it, or maybe uh, maybe there's a slight I don't covered. It's I, I'd really like to understand what was damaged because they 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 pack these pretty well. And it it could be a scratch in the metal, you know, nothing that you mm. can. On the logo of EXO, you know, there's a big, a big area where there is bare metal, just in both the X and the O of this logo. I mean, it encompasses 20% of the cover, and there's some, you know, if it's not put into the, the bag right, and the bags were tight on there, you know, they weren't yeah. able to move around, so you wouldn't think there would be too much damage, but you never know what happens, so... And they, uh, the metal came from Germany, right? From what I, I was listening to Dinesh said, the, the metal was shipped from Germany, and they yeah. put it on a special stock of the book, put it out. Like, I don't have a copy physically. It's, it's being shipped 
so you guys could tell me more. Um, but yeah, it's it's really hard that it, it a book would be a nine point six. Other yeah. than like you said, Justin, that it, it the the metal could be the brushed metal could be scratched somewhere. Yeah, it's hard telling. Um, <clears throat> the copies I have, I haven't even taken them out of the bags yet. I just haven't had any time since uh, the twenty second of March. So. Agreed. I, it hasn't touched human hands. At least uh, what we can say uh, uh, when it was originally packaged. Yeah. Right. But yeah, for the, for those that have never seen the, uh, the the EXO cover, to understand what we mean by this metal cover, it is a complete sheet of metal. Uh, it's a thinner gauge. Uh, Justin, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it 22 gauge? Is it? Uh, I I do not remember. I mean, it feels like a 18 to 20 gauge. When you okay. start getting to 22, that's the size of you know Cat Five and Cat Six wire. That's 24 gauge. So that's really small strand, but um, I th- I think it's more like eighteen or twenty. Okay, and and it is a, the the same size as the comic. I, originally, when this was solicited, I thought that the brushed metal was just the logo itself, but it is the entire cover. It's like they they took a, a sheet of metal, pressed an image on it, and it's almost like they glued it on top of the uh, existing comic. So. Yeah, that's what it seems like to me too. Yeah, yes, it's somehow bound on the original comic. The uh, and it's the the comic's incredibly thick stock as well. Yeah, I mean, um, I've only opened one copy of EXO number one, and it was weird to see the very first page printed on the inside of the cover. Did yes, you, yes, you know, and no credits until the end of the book. <laughs> but it was fantastic. I'm, I love the fact that they're doing with these three issue arcs. Uh, I, it was fantastic. Yeah, it can help consolidate a story. Sometimes when it's a four issue arc, and I'm not just saying Valiant, but other companies too, it seems mm-hmm. like there is uh, the word count has gone down significantly since like Copper Age or Bronze Age books to modern right. books. So it's kind of nice There's... to get a story. In three yeah. issues, and you're done. Yeah. I totally agree. The word count has dropped dramatically, but it the the artwork is delicious. the The story, I, I like where they're going. Um, it's it, and and you're exactly right with the with how the the, the other arcs, where if you if you see traditional uh, arcs are, are five to six issues, so they can fit it into a standard trade. Right. It's, um, yeah, just fantastic. It was a really great way to kick it off because uh, if if people are, are are curious how many different covers were produced, I, I know we've spent a lot of time talking about the uh, the brushed metal, which was the huge celebration. It was the uh, the piece de resistance <laughs> for this exactly <laughs> for this event. Uh, there was cover one A, one B, one C is the pre order bundle. And I believe that's uh, that this pre-order bundle is for like issues one through three. I think is what they're uh, what they're calling this. Yeah. One uh, D cover one D was the one in twenty variant. One uh, E is the one in fifty variant. And then at at last count, I was counting twenty two exclusive covers. 
um, that that may have changed. That may actually be uh, more than 22, plus the the gold cover which we were talking about earlier. Right. There's quite quite a celebration, quite a quite an event. There were a lot of different uh, shops that got in on this. Pretty yeah. exciting. And then even um, Collector's Paradise had two. They had a black and white limited to 50 of their original cover. Fried Pie has a black and white of their cover for the Fried Pie Con next weekend. And then Borderlands did a black and white sketch cover of cover A. And then, yeah, I I think you're right. I think there were 22 uh, exclusive covers on top of, you know, the seven covers that there were for cover a b c one in 20 one in 50 one in 500 and the bundle and the gold so and then the second printing that comes out too that's um that that that's something we talked about yesterday was that the from the uh was it the OTV podcast that Valiant successfully promoted this book? You know, it's it's one thing to have all those covers and to put them out there, but this was a success all the way around. Like they really sold a lot of books, and they did a really great job of promoting this Expo Number One, indeed, all the way around. And for them to say it, you know, they're they're always going to pump up themselves, but. They seem genuinely happy, like, yes, we finally hit the mark with this book. Like, this was it. This was they, uh, their, their goals as far as promoting this book. And it was a great book, too. I mean, the, the book sold itself, in a sense, and they and they kind of helped push it along. But they, they really did a bang-up job selling this book. And who somebody uh, – Jack was saying last night when he went to South the South Carolina Comic Con that everybody working that Comic Con had an EXO 2017 shirt on. <laughs> everybody working that. And that, that's a testament to Valiant. I mean, they really I think Martin said this, like they they may have promoted this book to the point that where they may have took a loss initially. Like they they said we're gonna take a loss on the promotion side, but um it could be a huge bang for us on the back end. So kudos to Valiant and, and kudos to everybody who, who promoted the book. Well, you know, when you have a Matt Kent, Tomas Giarello, and $100,000 to promote the book, <laughs> you hope for that success. You know, you want that success for them because that's a lot of money for anybody in the comic industry to put behind one title, one issue. And they didn't even eat the book, right? That that was kind of like that matted finish that they had. That they, I think, uh, Dinesh said that they they didn't ink the book at all. It was just pencils and color. Yeah. Which we saw we saw in War Mother, which was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I can't get enough of War Mother. So I think that's what draws me to the, the EXO book in itself. So, um, yeah, any, you can't get enough of it. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. So. I'd love to have any page of the art, but that'll never happen. It's a, it's a New York, so yeah. So you guys, you know, we got some Twitter questions. Do you want to answer some of these? Yeah, what are they? Sean Hayes, who's been a, he's one of our followers. 
He says, uh, how about some info slash discussion on the summer of Valiant 4 and 1 trade? Fairly limited, and I hear that many were damaged. And I think we may have chatted about this all, you know, in our private private Slack room. But what information do we have about that? Um, I've had – I know they were limited to 1,000. They were given out um, – at I believe um, the New York Comic Con um, in 2012. I could be wrong. Um, I know that there is a very limited uh, 50 um, half a euro comic that was put out by Panini Comics in Italy that had the same cover, but it said preview. Um, you know. Yeah, I, I sold one of my copies for like 65 bucks two years ago on eBay. I just popped one up one day to see if it would sell, and it sold in like two days. And then I've got another one that's got a little... It does have some damage. The black cover does have a spot that is white. It was like it was rubbed or erased, and I know it wasn't, because if you feel it, it's not. There's no way to differentiate what happened to the cover. But, uh, yeah. Damn you, black covers! Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I found it on... Somebody had it on an eBay auction with, like, four other comics, like an Evil Ernie and something else. And I got it for, like, total auction was less than the shipping. So I think I might have paid Dang. 10 bucks for, like, five comics, and that was one of the trades in there. And uh, so, yeah, for, let's just say, 10 bucks, it's it can just set in a box as long as it needs to. Well, is there, is there any, uh, I guess, is there any, uh, is there a market for the book? I guess what I'm trying to say. Is there a market for this book, really? Um, it seems like it's it's rare. I mean, a thousand copies isn't rare at all, right? At all, especially for a regular book. But well, I mean, that's the it, fact. It was, it was found into a lot of collectors' hands early on because it was 2012. It was before... You know, Valiant had as much of a, a larger draw for its name than it does now. Um, and some of those books that came out at cons were the flip sketch covers, you know, like Exo on one side and Harbinger one on the other. Um, you know, those go for pretty good prices, 75 to 100 bucks on eBay. Every once in a while, you can find like a Harbinger Wars and a Shadow Man flip book for like 40 or 50. But, uh, yeah, I wish I had more copies of those two as well as that four-in-one Summer of Valiant book because uh, I th I think as you know the movies come out and people are starting to get familiar with these characters and you know especially with a uh, Bloodshot you know it's not coming from the Lemire run it's coming from um, what Dwayne Straczynski had written you know or based off of that uh, I think people are going to be seeking those and that's going to be a book that. People are going to want very, you know, within the next year, year and a half. I agree. Yeah, the, the, those early books are going to be, as Valiant picks up, it, it, they're going to be hard to find. Uh, and we've talked about it before. Um, you know, how many people are going to want to sell those books if they have them in their collection? Probably not. Um, so with the limited print run or, or just the willingness to, part with those books I think the price is going to go up definitely going to go up on those books yeah 
So Dallow Spicer said he picked up a few books. Maybe this was like a few weeks ago, but he wanted to know if we picked up any sweet deals on Valiant books lately. He said he picked up he picked up XO one and twenty four and five and Ninjack fourteen one and twenty kit cover for cover price. Do you guys pick up any bargains lately? It's a good question. Yeah. Um, I, I would have to say that uh, the most recent would be the the one in five hundred EXO for for me since I usually buy all the uh, issues as they come, all covers. Um, uh, I. I don't have I don't have a sale that I, I picked up a, a Unity Red uh, from the from Valiant's first uh, iteration uh, for fifty five, which uh, I was pretty happy with. But uh, uh, I would say between those two books, uh, those would be uh, the deals for me. Good question. Yeah. What about you, Justin? Any any steals you picked up? Not really. Uh, mainly what ha- I have been picking up have been fair market value for the XO1s, those retailer exclusives, and uh, n- nothing that I was, you know, within the last month super ecstatic about. Um, I did get a couple of books in from Bliss Comics in France. They were the Bloodshot Reborn hardcover Number three, the one where it's the Analog Man storyline. I got two copies of that in. And then one copy of the Harbinger 1 hardcover, limited to 100. It's got a, It mm-hmm. was Original Comics as a comics retailer in France. And for EXO and for Harbinger, they did a limited co- hardcover of 100 different... It was 100 copies of it, and it was a different cover than what uh, Bliss Comics had put out. So, you know... But that was fair market value, you know. Um, so I'm just happy to have one of each of those because they've since sold out on their website. And, you know, you can't get them. So maybe one of the only pr- people in America that have a copy of that here other than the Valiant office. So so are you, are you basically setting the market on international books? I no. Mean, humbly, I, like... I can't sell a damn one of them to save my life. I get two of everything and I can't sell one <laughs> of them ever. And I'm even listening, listing them for the price that I paid with shipping over here. You know, if I paid twenty-two bucks for a hardcover, I'll put it on for twenty bucks. You know, costs mm-hmm. they're heavy, so the shipping costs more. But uh, I don't even think I have any listings on eBay right now. Maybe Britannia CGC books, but you know, I'd lower the price by fifty bucks every time I relist them. Just you know. You're making me wanted to, to just even invest in them because at some point, you know, we talked about this before, I, I think values are going to explode. It may not be level to a DC or Marvel, but it, it it's going to explode to where it's going to get outside interest, and those books are going to be worth something. I mean, you're talking about a 100-book print run. That's amazing. That's the sweet spot. Like, when I came in to start trying to get variant covers, I, I was looking for covers that are 200 copies and less yeah I, I don't know how you guys think but that that's my that's my sweet spot 200 copies and less i'm like i need to get one of those books somehow some way um because that that there's not many out there and if you can get them in a good condition that, that that's great 
it's going to be worth something. It's worth collecting at that point in my mind. Well, did you see the message on Slack just now? Uh, something popped up. Uh, should we wrap up? Just uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we can wrap up and move on. Let's do it. So, so yeah, stay in episode three. All right. Um. Yeah, and oh, uh, before we forget, um, just uh, want to want to answer maybe a little bit of a mystery that we had in episode two. And what was that extra uh, X01 cover? Uh, it was the Valiant database, the Valiant DB exclusive cover. Uh, it was a, a gorgeous uh, Philip Tan cover. And if uh, any of the listeners, anyone is uh, interested in uh, purchasing it, uh, uh, you'll find it on the Valiant database. Reach out to Martin to uh, uh, to snag one of those. I believe he's selling it for ten bucks, which uh, encompasses the book and shipping. And uh, it's also available on uh, on eBay. So and, and it has a picture of Ronnie's nose on it too. <laughs> <laughs> so you get it's a double whammy, like a double bonus. And yeah. and that and that was great. I mean, we put Justin, you put a lot of effort into that, man. Um, it was that's the whole podcast in itself. It was fun. Yeah. So I wish it could have been a bigger surprise. Um, but you know, we were, the three of us were half of the people that put that together. So, you know, I know we all have a lot, a lot of pride in that. So that feels awesome. Absolutely. <clears throat> a lot of pride and a lot of, a lot of effort. I mean, how many <laughs> early morning <laughs> texts or <laughs> far too many. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Justin. We're like, we're, we're, Cursing, cursing at the at the computer to saying, "Damn it, we need to get this going." I mean, it, but I think what you're saying, Justin and, and Jim, is that uh, um, it was for a good cause and it, it was worth. It was a labor of love, labor yeah. of love to, to to help a friend out, and that 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 means a lot. I, I just hope that, he sells enough to cover the cost of upkeep on the database for a couple of months this year. You know, mm-hmm. I know having that many printed it's going to be hard for him to sell mm. and let alone the logistics of having to ship out one comic to this person or one comic to that person you know uh or five or whatever the case might be i just hope that you know he's able to you know give a ton away this summer at conventions you know go to his local shop on free comic book day and give them out too you know so people get the word about the database out there and I hope that he, you know, sold enough to cover some costs of the database. Because I mean, having that many photos up that encompasses Nintendo to current mm-hmm. costs a lot to host those images that people click on all the time and generate traffic. So, yeah. and, and you look at it too. I mean, this this book was announced super late, um, as far as the release of XO One Number One, right? Like you knew uh-huh. when. The other shops, and I won't say their names because I don't. I want them to sell as many copies as they can sell. But this came up very, very late in the game. Everybody else had their stuff on the internet, uh, yeah. trying to, to push their copies. And this one, the Valiant Database copy came out. The Philip Tam version came out really late. So 
I I was thinking that that would make it an intriguing book to get, and it still is. I mean, it, you can only go through Martin to get the book, and, and it's a great price, ten bucks plus shipping. You can't beat it. You, can't, you, you cannot yeah. be, ship, you cannot yeah. beat that. You, you're damn yeah. near getting you that cost for what it takes you to drive to your LCS, pick up a book, uh, a retail exclusive book, and, and take it home, bag and board it, and ship. You can't beat it. it he's he's giving the book away. Really, to be honest with you, he's really giving it away. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So let's. This has kind of been the whole episode. Not the episode. The thought of the last two nights. Can we do an after dark? Like collecting value after dark. Sure. Like, what do you mean? We're talking about C two E two. We, Ronnie and I, and we were talking so much trash about C two E two. It's crazy. <laughs> apparent. Apparently, I need to have bail money together because Martin and. Ronnie are going to go to Rob Leefield and talk so much trash to him that they're going to get kicked out to where I need to have reservations at the bar set up in <laughs> bail money. And I don't know how I became the responsible person here, which is very sad, very sad. But I'm going to have to be the responsible person here to make sure I bail them out. And I don't want to talk to their wives and tell them your husband has been detained incarcerated detained shit about young blood <laughs> exactly or Whatever. pouches or no feet drawn just tufts of grass that was what we talked about last night justin how come rob will not put lines in people's feet to make it seem like they have toes so they're not like ninja slippers what are we talking about here you know i didn't even listen to it all yet today i downloaded it and i started listening to it this morning and then i got like slammed doing other things so you know, it, it started off as a friendly conversation of how I, I try to, to plug the podcast. I'm going to be digging in log boxes. I'm going to have dust berries in my eyebrows and my hair because I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to try to really embrace the whole C2E2. I, I'm gonna, we're going to try to get Jim the, the bottle of beer and <laughs> anything we could get. If I could find an axe and not get d- detained at the airport at Midway, I'm going to get him another axe. I don't care, but <laughs> but but it, it, it all comes back <laughs> to this craziness, and I don't, you know, we we're getting a nice room, and I don't want to have to sit in the hallway and, and talk to police. You know, Chicago police is rough on the on uh, a, a guy like me. <laughs> what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? I mean. I don't know how much bail money to get. I need some guidance here. What, what's our plan? Uh, carry our plan? a Shadow Man Scythe. 
Nah, I can't do that. That's got to be you. What about a bloodshot switchblade? Hey, you, you see, you see, you, you, you're going to make me say something I don't need to say on the, the podcast. The, I'm a brother. I'm a brother, right? Uh, you don't need to carry no knife, no switchblade, no gun. Nunchucks? I need to, nunchucks, nothing. I need hands up. Well, this isn't going to be fun now. God, man, I was I, I had a whole artillery case coming with me, but Ninja well, Throwing Stars, yeah. You can do that. I can't do it. I got a hands up, Mr. Officer. I don't know these guys. They were the right lessons. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. I just here. I pay my bar tab. I'm just a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen. What are we gonna do? Let me go. I'll bail you out though. I'll, I'll, I'll drive. I'll drive the Uber too. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? <laughs> but no, I mean <laughs> to bring it all back. <laughs> Jim, what do, what do we need to get for you? Like, we want to get you. We really want to get you that that bottle of beer. Seriously, we want to get you oh, that bottle so you can put it on your on your shelf and, and the and the print too. Yeah, an unopened bottle of beer and the print. That oh man, that would be super cool, guys. Exo gold. Uh, oh, and it's so, Yes. Yeah. The three amigos. Do, do you want it signed or you want it raw? Uh, raw is fine. Yeah. That didn't sound really good. Three guys talking about. Yeah, we'll, we'll just let that go. We'll let that go. Um, <laughs> so we'll, yeah, we'll try to get you that. Um, Thanks, Dwayne. Nothing else. You don't want to sketch or any. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I think I'm good. I think I'm good on the on the sketch. But thank you. I I I don't want to. You know, I really appreciate. It. I don't want to. I don't want to be too much of a burden to you guys, so uh, uh, I'll be good. I'll be good on this. I really that appreciate it. We're going to be sure. there in three days. you got to make us work. I'm going to have <laughs> dust, dust balls in my eyebrows. And my, come on, man. you you got to make it work. That I feel like, this is for my friend. You know? <laughs> Thanks, Dwan. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, man. So... So, so what are we going to do, Justin? I mean, because Ronnie and Martin already are uh, going to get kicked out. We know that, right? They're, they're just going to get kicked out. Yeah. More so what's our, what's our plan? What's our plan? I have no clue. I haven't even thought that far ahead. I'm actually looking at the Fried Pie Con 2 uh, for next weekend here in Colorado. It's mm-hmm. tough timing because it's over Easter weekend. And my wife and I always go up to the mountains. So we'll be there for a little bit. But uh, one of her friends is going to be there. I don't think she knows that yet. So, oh, yeah, oh, Ivan Brandon, who's a comic book writer. So, wow. But yeah, I was trying. So, to... what's the story? What's the story between fry fry pie? Like, I, I know what it. They have variant covers, but are they a shop or are they? What's fry pie? They are uh, a company based out of Phoenix, Arizona, and mm-hmm. they just do nothing. They they work with Books a Million, and Second and Charles is a subsidiary or a sister company of Books a Million, and they provide mm-hmm. them with uh, variant covers that have the fried pie logo. They used to have um, Books a Million on them, so like uh, Ninjak One. Um, <clears throat> let me think. Uh, Book of Death, I believe, had a. Uh, a books a million cover 
there were like three, and then all of a sudden it went to Fried Pie. And so they're just a company mm. out of uh, Phoenix that provides them for, you know, they're just kind of the middleman. They get a little cut, and they've done uh, variants for Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, IDW, Boom, Oni, Titan, Z2, and Valiant. So, and you can get them in your shop. So if you're a shop owner, you can get them for your store. They are no longer branded Second and Charles or Books a Million. They're just kind of like their own on gig. Oh. oh, that's good. That's good. Um, who, Justin? I'm gonna. Can, can you see me on 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 the uh, Skype? Oh yeah. With whose signature is this? <clears throat> um. What cover is that? This is the. Uh, WonderCon. Oh, that's uh, Bill Sienkiewicz. Oh. There's an S, right? And then just a straight line damn near. Pretty much. Yep. That's how Bill signs it. That's why we only podcast with the three of us, because nobody would know that but you. (laughs) Period. I've just seen a signature enough. I mean, he does some awesome covers. He's done several for Valiant that were absolutely gorgeous, and then he just recently had a Legends of the Dark Knight 3, number 3 or number 4, where Batman is on a horse, and it kind of looks like a style, a mix between Raphael Grampa and um, Frank mm. Miller, and it's absolutely amazing. So, mm. Mm. Oh! Another Twitter. You guys got a second? You got like five minutes? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, there was a Twitter question, and please forgive us. Um, who... Somebody said, uh, "Should should we be collecting Bloodshot USA or Bloodshot Zero? It was more so Bloodshot Zero. Should we be collecting Bloodshot Zero because of the daughter or whatnot? And was there any collecting? Uh, was there any value in collecting that book? And I kind of put out on Twitter personally, the Bloodshot Baby was brought up in Bloodshot." Number four, the variant cover. There was uh, like cover C, and then there was like uh, a variant cover where the baby was on the operating table. And I said, those would be the issues that I would go after if you want like a, a first appearance of this bloodshot baby. And then it, it kind of morphed into a conversation of uh, Harbinger Renegade, the the with the appearance of this new alpha character and the death of supposedly a character in the, in the harbinger to world. So maybe this is a two part question. Like uh, with bloodshot zero, is that book from a collector standpoint worth something that you should invest your money in? Well, <clears throat> the bloodshot USA number four cover that you're talking about was the one in 20, one in 20 mm-hmm. cover. And Adam Molina mm-hmm. was the artist. Um, and based on the sales, there's only 306 copies of that one in 20. Um, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Is you know the Bloodshot Baby only going to be in Bloodshot Zero? Is it going to be part of Salvation? Is it going to be ongoing in the series? I can't even remember the solicits, you know, right now. Um, but I think it'd be something to watch. Um, I mean, 306 copies of a 1 in 20 on an issue 4. 
you know, it, if you find it for cheap, I'm yeah, I'm in the same way. I kind of waffle back and forth on it because I, yeah. I just don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. how, you know, integral is that uh, the Bloodshot Baby going to be? Bloodhound, we saw throughout the series, and we don't, you know, there's nothing that's popped up about the first cover or first appearance of Bloodhound, so. So so I think the, the person was saying more so, what the way I took it was, it, is this cover, it, it was rare because normally you see a new character brought in, or, or first appearance in a book or a cameo in the book, whereas with this, you see it on a cover, and we have multiple covers. So there was the one cover where Bloodshot was standing on like a mound of rubble and he had a baby in his arm, right? Maybe, I think it was a C cover, maybe something like that. And then, then you have the one in 20, which you were speaking about where you actually have the baby. Is that the first appearance? And if so, is that bird, is that book worth something? Is it worth something? If, if, if that bloodshot baby character becomes something of significance in the Valiant universe, in the future, maybe a year from now, is 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 that cover worth something? Uh, and I think maybe from with with our Twitter followers are asking is, um, is it a, a first appearance on a cover worth more than a first appearance in the actual pages? And, and that that was intriguing to me. I, I didn't have an answer to it. Well, I don't know. The first appearance of the black costume for Spider Man was Web of Spider-Man number 18. Mm-hmm. But that book doesn't sell high. The first appearance of Master Dark was in a limousine on the last page of Shadow Man 7, but everybody buys Shadow Man 8. That book sells for a lot higher than Shadow Man 7, um, which is the true first appearance of Master Dark from uh, December of 1992. So... Mm. So you're saying maybe cameos aren't worth as much. Well, I'm in the actual page. I mean, Hulk 180 is the the cameo of Wolverine, but everybody collects 181. Yeah, because he's on the cover. So it's it's market dependent, then, right? I think it. So what it does, it, it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just think it. It really depends on what people set forth as a a grail so would that cover that polina cover be a grail we don't know we don't know what role you know we've got 40 years of backstory on wolverine we've got mm-hmm. a, you know 20 plus years of backstory on venom we've only got two months or three you know a couple months of backstory on the bloodshot baby yeah but we the Wait, only he... the only thing we do know is that there's only 306 copies of that book with that cover. So if you want to speculate for 20 years down the road and you can get that book for seven fifty to $10, then by all means speculate on it. But that's a long time. I, I would get it just for seven fifty to $10. Get it because what do you have to lose? You know, if you got to hold on to it for 20 years, you're losing money. But if it can turn out to be something great, it's great. Because we don't know what Valiant's doing with it. We just know there's this bloodshot baby. Yeah, I mean, that's damn near the price of a cup of coffee and a muffin at Starbucks. Right. And you'll be kicking yourself 
and the tush if you didn't pick that book up for seven fifty. Yeah. What do you think, Jim? Jim's gone. Did He's he working bounce? out. He's in. He's it's insanity out. at his place. He's moving, man. He, he, he's moving. He has the elves moving him, and they dictate his schedule. We are just, <laughs> we are beholden to their schedule, and we need to support our brother in, in the elves' schedule, right? Exactly. Smurfs. Smurf, the Smurf Nation. Right? Smurf Nation. <laughs> Smurf Nation. So, okay, so so we kind of answered that question. So we, we don't know what's going to happen with Bloodshot Baby. It, like It's too when, early. Yeah. You know, but it's worth picking up, right? You know, on the cheap. And don't listen to me. I thought, you know, Exo number one metal cover would be, um, you know, a good pickup for a thousand to twelve hundred. So, when, you know, we don't know everything, but if you can get it on the cheap for cover price or double cover, or even if you're comfortable with triple cover, you know, twelve bucks or under shipped. Get it. Yeah. Get it. It's sitting here. And. Because we all know that the beauty with Valiant, we saw this, if you listen to the OCV podcast with in whatever they were at, that all the stories tie into each other. So you know that they're not going to introduce a character that doesn't have an impact at some point. Right. At what levels is the impact? We don't know. Like Divinity, how do we know Divinity was going to be such a strong force in the universe? Right. And we talked about that more last night. Um, so if you could pick it up for cheap, to your point, pick it up. What do you have to lose? I yeah. mean, just don't go to Starbucks. Bucks. Brew it at home t- tomorrow. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Paul and Paul will be very mad at you for saying that. Oh, but one person that takes a day off from one person that takes a day off from Starbucks won't bankrupt the company. Hey, I can't speak for Paul, but Paul will be. You know, he gets angry. He gets very angry. He hasn't sent sometimes. me coffee in the mail yet. Well, you have to be nicer to Paul. Paul's very, very temperamental. True. <laughs> very so, true. Um, and then we were speaking about, okay, so they asked us the question about the Bloodshot Zero and if they should pick up those issues. And my response on Twitter was, I'm more amped to pick up like you said, the Bloodshot USA 4, 1 in 20, and the um, Harbinger Renegade, what, 5? Five? 5 and 6. Yeah. So, because we know in 5, there's going to be the deaths, death of somebody, you know, and we don't need to go into that. We're talking about collecting right. And then 6, they're going to bring out spoilers. So, cut this off if you don't know. That there's going to be this uh, Harbinger Alpha, which Garrett has been talking about for about a year. As soon as I got on Slide or whatever, Garrett has always been talking about who is this damn third uh, Omega level Sayat, yeah. right? Because, you know, we obviously know Harada lied after much research. And then you have Peter, right? Right. So, yeah. So Harada's a liar, you got Peter, and then you got Darpan, right? So we know Darpan. So who is this third? So we th- we were like bleeding mud, bleeding mud, bleeding mud. But they're finally going to tell us who this person is. It's going to be Alpha. 
So that's issue six. And from a speculating standpoint, Justin, I'm picking that book up. I don't care if I take a loss on that. I don't care if DCBS charged me 70 bucks for the book. I'm buying that book. Yeah, especially if it's the La Rosa art. So. I didn't even know that. I'm uh, picking it up regardless. It, there was, it was posted online as an image from SC Comic Con, I believe. And it was a La Rosa art. And yeah, uh, I believe it was for Alpha. And it looked grisly and... He should have had drool coming from his mouth. He looked mm. like he was absolutely pissed, which was awesome. Mm. So this is my question. From a, uh, this is a different different subject matter, different podcast. But they've been pumping up this Solomon guy so much. Then you bring up this Alpha guy out the blue, who we we really just are just learning about. Like how significant is Solomon? Like they they positioned him to be a huge figure. Like he was going to change the landscape of uh, the world at this particular point in time. And then now you have Alpha coming in. I don't know how it ties in together or whatnot. Uh, well, I don't know if they're if they're t- t- tied together or not. But it's it's, it's tough. He's out the blue. It's tough telling, but maybe that's why they're bringing Joshua Dysart back in to help tie this together. It's hard telling. You know, but uh, you never know. They've got so much up their sleeves. They're working on stuff for next summer already, I'm sure. Yeah. So from a collective standpoint, do you agree with me in in the sense that Harbinger Renegade 5 and 6 are like books to pick up? Like if if the the high number variant ratios, are those the ones to pick up? Yeah, and I would keep an an eye peeled for any retailer exclusives. you know, like most good or bulletproof might do something, because um, those will be low numbers. Those won't be the mandatory thousand. Those might be like five hundred, and so Ooh. you know that plus those high number exclusives. You know, especially with it going on hiatus for five months. You know, if people weren't filling the book, they're not going to seek it out. So let's hope it's not low. Let's hope you know bringing back the exact same creators that. Uh, sparks more interest kind of like how saga does you know they'll take a few months off and then come back with the next arc let's hope that uh it it, you know flows like that and people want the book but you know on a speculation side it's a yin and yang i'd prefer you know to be able to get some extra high ratio variants just for me but you know i can't be selfish I, i it's bittersweet I don't think how you can miss on it. I, I think this is their value story that they're pushing. I mean, they're pushing EXO, right? Because it's going to tie into side lords and it's, it's going to go off in that direction, which may tie into divinity or whatnot. But uh, on the other timeline, this is their big story. And I think it's from a collector. If you don't pick up those ratio variants for the five and six hard measure, me personally, you're missing out because if they're telling you this is going to be a pivotal story, this this is going to be a pivotal character, and uh, maybe you can enlighten me, but have we seen this alpha character before? Not that if I know not, of. Pick it up. I mean, if, if people are sleeping on it and they're not promoting it, that's the book to go after. We're talking about speculating, right? Speculating is there's a risk. Yeah. So you you want to buy cheap? You want to buy cheap, 
and hope you get a big bang out your book. Um, they promote the hell out of XO and they probably made their money off of XO, but they're telling you there's going to be a really good story here with strong, uh, with strong characters. I'm picking up five and six. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care how much they charge. I mean, I do care how much they charge me, but I think, I think you're going to get a value out of that. That's my whole point. I think you can get a value out of picking up these books to where you, you won't be left out. Like maybe you, you were on the Britannia or on the Savage. Right. No, I totally agree. So, so me and you need to, 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 to do our internet digging and, start uh clearing people out again right that's right it's about that time <laughs> let's do it maybe we need to to like uh delete this part out <laughs> we need to do our top secret cia work <laughs> <coughs> exactly all right um, well, so the, that was that was the twitter questions i'm sorry I, I kept us longer but that that's what the questions that people had asked us no that's all I good to get to that that was a, I think Jim just came back in the room. Jim is a man. So you could find us at what collect Valiant on the Twitter machine, collectingvaliant.com at no collectingvaliant at gmail.com. That's right. right. Yep. Do you have your own special Twitter handle you want to promote? Oh, no, not really. I just, yeah, yeah. You know, we all have our things. So, um, hit us up. I mean, we're, we're really excited that people are reaching out to us, you know, like Travis did with the, the Book of Death hardcover. If there's something else that you find that are gems that we need to collect or you want to ask questions about, um, Dallo Spicer has been great. Um, Sean Hayes. Other people have been – Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes has been super great. Who 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 had the uh, – before we go, who had the cover? Uh, uh, issue number eight of – that on it. The one we, the cover we really like. Who was the artist that had issue number eight of? It's not Harvey and Renegade. It was the. Help me out, Justin. Um, oh, you're Leaf. talking about Leaf. He yes. Generation Zero number eight. Uh, Generation cover. Zero. Yes, he's been really supportive of us. Yeah, he's been tagging us to... a lot, and um, so. I mean, his art was great on that that cover. Yeah, so his, his name is Leaf Jones, and you can find him on Twitter at Art of Leaf Jones, L-E-I-F. So, and if you haven't picked up his cover to Generation Zero Number Eight, do it before we buy them all. We're gonna. We, that's what we do. We clean people out. We thank you for being here for Collecting Valiant. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Before you go. Have you listened to? I'm saying this to every podcast I've done this week. Have you listened to uh, DC Noise, the old episodes with Keith? Some, with Keith but it's been a while. Oh, lordy, hilarious! I'll send you the links. You, you should can listen to it sometime. Yeah, I hilarious. spend a lot of time in the car, you know, between home and work, and so I need more podcasts to listen to. Make sure you stay focused on the road because you will pee your pants. <laughs> Literally pee your pants. I'm surprised I still have a job because I was laughing so much. Because <laughs> Keith, Darrow, and, and Mike are so funny. I'll send it to you. Right on. All right, All right, All right man. man. I'll talk to you. Uh, right. I'll talk to you on Slack later. But uh, we'll try to do this again Monday night. Yeah, let's do it. 
All right. Later. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.